Last Saturday was a joyful and exciting day for our diocese as four men were ordained priests. Friends and relatives of the Ordinandi, as well as religious and lay faithful, both from our diocese and elsewhere, gathered at the cathedral. And of course, most especially, numerous priests were on hand to participate in the solemn ordination liturgy and welcome the new members to their order. It was the first major diocesan event after the lifting of the COVID-related restrictions. It was very moving because it's been two years, two years at least, two years, since all of us were able to lay hands on the ordinands, the ordinandi, and also to exchange uh, the kiss of peace. It was very, very moving, very wonderful experience. The faces of so many people, not least that of the bishop, positively radiated happiness. The reason for such happiness and delight was because four men had responded yes to Christ's call to work in the kingdom, the church. They had said yes to Christ's call to serve his people. And this is a marvelous witness of hope. All of the people in all the ranks they re- that they represent, laity, religious and clergy saw in the newly ordained a sign that the life of the church will continue. It was a sign, a tangible sign, of the presence of the Holy Spirit. And where the Holy Spirit is, there is joy. There is joy. For all the priests and deacons who were present, Ordination Day is an occasion of celebration. It is a day for each of us to renew our own joy in the memory of one's own yes and the indescribable moment of feeling the bishop's hands on the head, which thus consecrated us forever as one with Christ, deacon or priest. It is also a time to renew one's gratitude to God, especially when one realizes that he was and will always be unworthy of the call. And the rite of ordination also inspires in a priest a desire to serve serve ever more faithfully Christ present in the people to whom he is sent to serve. A priest experiences so many thoughts and emotions on ordination day. As I already said, last Saturday was a wonderful day for our diocese, this local church of Arlington. It and other liturgies like it in which the clergy and laity are gathered with the bishop, manifest in the fullest sense, the fullest sense, the reality of the church, which is one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic. And it was by Christ's own design that the church came into being. Why? In order to be the kingdom of God, which he himself inaugurated. In his public ministry, Jesus gave first place to to the proclamation of the kingdom of God. Christ's very first words recorded in St. Mark's Gospel are, this is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the Gospel. When he sent the apostles on their first missionary experience, their first field ed assignment, St. Luke says he sent them to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. 
What is the gospel? But the story of the kingdom of God. Thus, when the risen Christ commissioned the apostles just before his ascension, he commanded them to go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. In other words, he told them to go and proclaim the kingdom of God. As he taught, Jesus would progressively reveal the meaning of the kingdom, teaching through the use of parables. A parable is a short, memorable story or image usually drawn from nature or daily life, that conveys profound spiritual truths. We have two examples in today's gospel. In the first, the parable of the growing seed, Jesus explains that just as God brings about the growth of the seed, the kingdom is a divine work in which God himself brings about the growth. We can cooperate but cannot control or hasten the arrival of the kingdom by our efforts any more than a farmer can harvest his grain before it is ready. Every member of the kingdom is being made ready for God's true harvest, the day of judgment, by our inner growth, our inner growth in holiness and virtue, which God brings about through our cooperation with his grace. In the second parable, Jesus compares the kingdom of God to a mustard seed to illustrate that from its humble, seemingly insignificant beginnings with himself and a small band of followers, the kingdom will mature like an immense tree, a sign of the kingdom's universality. Yes, not only Jews, but all the Gentiles will find a home in God's kingdom. Here again, the growth will not be due to human methods, but to God's hidden power. In both parables, Jesus gives absolute assurance of success. So my friends, by teaching through the use of parables, Jesus was eliciting a response from his listeners. His parables both conceal and reveal the mystery of the kingdom, depending on the disposition, and this is the key point, depending on the disposition of the hearer. If one were closed-minded and not really open to what Jesus had to say, then the story would not have much effect on the heart of the listener. On the other hand, for the one who is receptive, who listens with charity and even more with faith, the parable will prompt thoughtful, open-minded reflection. One cannot remain neutral when one is confronted with a parable. It provokes thought and challenges the listener to a decisive response to Jesus and his message. So let us review again what Jesus is saying to us, to us today, in the two parables. Jesus is offering us, you and me, an opportunity to belong to his kingdom, which is a divine work. If we accept his offer and stay the course... If we remain faithful, then God will increase holiness and virtue within us and make us ready for the day of judgment, God's ultimate harvest. Remember Jesus when he was giving the signs, talking and teaching about the, the end of the world, and he was giving the signs about when it was going to take place. What does he say? He says, hold your head high. Hold your head high. 
for your salvation is near. All mankind is called to belong to his kingdom. So we definitely don't want to be left out. And finally, Jesus gives absolute assurance of success. And that success means eternal life, unending joy with God and his angels and saints. What is our response? We can make it personal. What is my response to Christ's offer? Remember, we cannot, indeed we must not, be indifferent. Remember what we said before, weeks and weeks ago, maybe last year, about Christ's response to apathy. Makes him very angry. In the hearing of God's word, Jesus renews his offer to each one of us today. He renews his offer to each one of us today. And each one must give him his own personal response. We must make our own the words of St. Paul to the Corinthians in his second letter. We need courage to make a definitive yes to Christ and his kingdom. Listen again to what the Apostle says. We are always courageous, although we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Yet we are courageous, and we would rather leave the body and go home to the Lord. Therefore, we aspire to please him whether we are at home or away. We walk by faith, trusting that even now, dear brothers and sisters, God is at work in us. We walk by faith, counting on God's love. We walk by faith, knowing that, as Paul says elsewhere, that with Christ it is not one day yes and another day no. It is only yes. Christ, yes, my friends, is forever. Therefore, we are courageous. Let us be courageous today to make our yes to Christ and mean it. And let us aspire to please him every day. Let us return then one last time to the scene of last Saturday's ordination. Our reflection this morning sheds light on the profound meaning of the church's joy. It was the yes of the ordinandi to Christ's call which was the key to joy. And this is true for every vocation. It is true for married couples. It is true for men and women who live the consecrated life. It is true for ordained clergy. To make a definitive yes takes courage. For it means I am committed to someone. And ultimately for a Christian, that someone is the Lord Jesus Christ. Only commitments, my friends, bring happiness. So let our commitment to Christ sustain us in all we do. Amen.